baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Sure, it was not real. Was that a belt? Is... <laughs> I think it was. Yes. You know, sometimes I have a Diet Coke. I hear you. And uh, David always has my mic open to catch moments like that. And, you know, it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi there, Adam and Jordana. Um, Adam, by the way, I do want to start with this uh, text that I sent you over the weekend. Yes. Because I was shocked and appalled. But before we do that. Did you get a deer? I did not get a deer, so no deer schmutz on my clothes. No deer. Uh, I I saw ten deer though on Saturday. For me, that's a lot of deer to see in one day, mm-hmm. but none that uh, I decided to uh, take or harvest, as uh, we call it, kill. Uh, no, but it was a very pleasant. Uh, I spent eleven hours in a deer stand on Saturday. Oh boy! Eleven hours, and that wasn't boring. It wasn't because I saw a lot of action. I saw a lot of deer walking around, and it was a very pleasant day. So, and like I said, it was, uh, it's me and myself and my thoughts, So, which can be a scary place sometimes. I will admit that. But yes. it wasn't too bad. It was very nice. My thoughts this weekend surrounded doing what I call donuts. Mm-hmm. And when I saw this post, I immediately texted Adam, and I said, could this be real? So the post read this. It was some guy named Barry on Instagram. And it said, Yesterday I learned that Minnesotans called doing donuts in a car Mm -hmm. whipping. Yes. And it's a word I can't say on the radio. Bleepies. It's whipping bleepies. And the post went on to say, again, I must insist we shut down the state until we can figure out what's going on. Now, I don't suggest shutting down Minnesota just because we call doing donuts whipping bleepies. But I said to Adam, I've never heard this term. Could this possibly be a true thing about the state where I have lived for 22 years and I still call them donuts? So is that what Minnesotans call doing donuts? We call them donuts as well, but... I've always was led to believe they're whipping bleepies. I can't say it. We can't say it on the air. What? Funny, we're talking about something we can't really say on the air. But uh, right? people know what we're talking about. 651-461-9226. Oh, of course. Josh, you're a native Minnesotan. Did you know this? that term? I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. No. Usually you do it in the snow. This would be a topic for the first snowfall of the year because some uh, it's an adventurous, not that this is legal, but an adventurous person would go into a parking lot and hence whip some bleepies. You've never heard that term before? No! And also, why would you call it that? Like, donuts makes perfect sense because right. you're they're making round. circles. Mm-hmm. They're actually, yes, yes, it makes perfect sense. So, if you do it like in Jersey, we'll do, I mean, we get plenty of snow, but like, you know, the tires make the track so Correct. you can see the donuts. Right. I mean, if you're doing it in the snow, makes a powdered donut perfect sense. Whipping bleepies? Donut. Very good. Yeah, whipping yeah. bleepies. Yeah, I don't know. What does that even mean? Uh, maybe somebody knows. 651 461 9226. Why do we call them that? Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Why do we call them that? Right. 
Can anybody answer that question? And then I said, Adam, how can this be true? And he said, oh, Jordana, have you ever heard of – and I, what's this other Michigas that you said? Oh, yeah. So when you grab the bumper of a car, usually okay. this is a winter activity too. Again, I'm not encouraging this, nor is it legal. Okay. But if you grab the bumper of a car and you mm-hmm. are dragged along by the car, I guess you could do it on a skateboard. You know who did it uh, in the uh, – it was uh, Michael J. Fox uh, in Back Michael to the J. Future. Michael J. Fox, yes. Mm-hmm. We call that hooky bob. That's a hooky bob. Okay. You've never heard of that, that either? That's not even a word. A hooky, like playing hooky, hooky bob. No, it's called car surfing. No, car surfing. No. Um, hooky bobbing? Hooky bob. Yeah, you've never heard mean? the hooky bob? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It just doesn't. Skitchen, somebody said. It's skitchen. Yeah, is that what you, it's another term for. Uh, Getting dragged Sk- along. Is that hooky bobbin or Skitching? is that donuts? Phil, yeah, I don't Phil is What's called right? in from Egan. Phil, do you have an explanation either for whipping bleepies or, and be careful, no. Phil, you're on the air. We can't bleep you. So that or hooky bobbing, do you have a, do you have an explanation for any of these? Skitching is holding on skitching. to a car okay, skitching. and riding oh. behind it, whether you're on the oh. snow or you're on a skateboard would be where it came from, okay. in my opinion. And then whipping S's yep. is a common term in Minnesota. Yes. But what Minnesota and law enforcement needs to understand, that the people that are whipping S's and yep. donuts, that is not street racing. No. That is idiots driving in a car in a circle <laughs> thinking they're being funny, yeah. and then they yes. have accidents. That's not street racing, and the city of Minnesota, or the state of Minnesota needs to call- stop calling donuts street, street racing. racing. You know that you street ra- racing is street racing. Yes, you know yeah. Phil is. Thank you for the call. He thank raises you. a good point because you know a couple of summers ago when we had that problem with mm-hmm. actual street racing, but we also had a problem with people doing donuts. I, I remember walking downtown Minneapolis to this station one day, and right in the middle of a busy intersection down here, it must have happened overnight. There was huge tire marks in the middle of the intersection, so somebody clearly was. Whipping. In the inter- I can see doing it in a parking lot, but in an intersection, that's unsafe. Yeah. Not that totally it's safe unsafe. in a parking lot, no. but, but you know, at, at least you're just messing up your own car in the parking lot and maybe the asphalt or the snow. But my goodness, uh, someone says, I'm with Jor on this one. I've lived here 68 years, haven't always been spinning donuts. That's right, it's donuts. Skitching. Yeah, know. see, I don't know if I've heard the term skitching, but everybody's mm-hmm. texting in skitching. It's not, that's, that's a different than... Uh, and hooky bobbing. We call it hooky bobbing. So, okay. So that's the surfing. That's when you hold on to the bumper, the yes, skitching, right? right. Which is yeah, dangerous. Says, Don't do it. Right. Someone says, oh, yeah, skitching, good times unless you hit some unexpected dry pavement. Yeah, I can only imagine yeah. the kind of road rash that people receive when that goes badly. Have you that ever skitched? So Have you ever skitched and or hooky oh, bob? No, 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 no. I'm a, I'm a big wimp. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm a goody goody. I would never... I would never engage in such dangerous behavior. Um, have you, my friend? Uh, I think I'm sure I have done it at one point. Probably not very far or probably yeah. on an icy road. But again, yeah, not, I'm not encouraging that sort of behavior. That's, that ends badly uh, more, than, more than not. Uh, someone texted on the Iron Range. We call it bumper dragging. Okay. Well, I mean, that at least makes sense. This hooky bobbing is, I don't get it. We call it bungeeing. Is that I somebody live? Read these because yeah. someone's going to totally troll me, and I'm yeah, going to say that's all right. Thing on that's the all right. Uh, lived in Minnesota for 34 years. Have never heard of hooky bob. 
Now, Josh, have you heard of hooky bobbing? This is the first time I've heard really? of it. Really? Yeah. I thought this was a common term. No. And like you, I'm hoping hooky bobbing, there's not some connotation there that makes it like <laughs> exactly. racist yeah. or it's something. Not a euphemism or Sexual. Right. Or, yeah. right. Right. Um, let's see. It's a hooky bump as in a bumper. So is it hooky bumping, not bobbing? Or so I've never heard of hooky bumping. Mm. Uh, only hooky bob. Oh, someone says we call sketching hanging onto the back of a school bus. In the winter, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Please do that. Be either. careful. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel Our like we're kids? encouraging terrible behavior. No, we're not. Yeah. No, we're not. I live in Pittsburgh, PA. They have no idea of the whipping bleep word. They call them donuts. Yeah, you eat donuts, friends, and you whip bleeps. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you have too many, some... too many donuts. Leads to the other. Yeah. And, of course, we all know the duck, duck, gray duck. Now, yeah, I know everywhere else in the universe it's duck, duck, goose. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, too, was appalled by the duck, duck, gray duck when I sent my children to, like, ECFE here in Minnesota. I thought, what in the world yeah, what are, are you, doing? you talking about? Yeah. But my kids educated me, and okay, it can be duck, duck, gray duck. It's also like your sloppy joe, which is nothing like a real sloppy joe. I just remember okay. that the other day when I had real yes. sloppy joes, and I thought – I remember what Jordana thinks is a sloppy Joe is not a sloppy Joe. New and Jersey is the I only state. Learned. It's the only state that doesn't have a sloppy Joe as a sloppy Joe. They've got something else. That's true. I have learned that that is a very specific subset of northern New Jersey. Oh, it's like if you go to South state. Jersey. Oh. No, if you're outside Philly, like a, you think of a sloppy Joe as like a manwich, like a you know meat with tomato sauce slopped on a bun. Mm-hmm. Our sloppy Joes are pastrami, corned beef. Um, tongue yeah. sometimes uh, with, <laughs> sounds a with good, sauerkraut. Like, sounds like a good sandwich. With sauerkraut and a couple of layers of thinly sliced rye is a sloppy joe with some coleslaw. Yeah. Very delicious, but very specific to northern New Jersey. So, yeah, I will stand corrected and on my own island on that one. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, chime in here uh, on the uh, very important hooky bobbing and uh, whip and bleepy uh, conversation. Brian Murphy <laughs> from Bring Me the News will join us. Uh, do we have a new quarterback for the Vikings? How excited are you for Josh Dobbs? He comes up in about 15 minutes. Don't go anywhere. Adam and Jordana on a Monday. Why would Jordana understand? Uh, get, it's hard to get a horse and buggy to spin. Ouch. I know. That's harsh. That's a little harsh for a Monday morning. Jeez. 51 years young? Yikes. Oh, that's awful. Awful. Yeah, we're talking about weird stuff that I heard over the weekend, and I have to ask Adam you know, to do the transliteration uh-huh. from Minnesotan into English. And um, I didn't know that hooky bobbing was a thing or whipping bleepies uh, was doing donuts. Um, I also may not have realized that U.S. Bank Stadium is the top stadium in the country. Did you read this in The Athletic? I tried to find it. I saw the headline, and I completely disagree. Okay, that's the headline in The Athletic. William sent it to me over the weekend. He said, Minnesota is number one. That U.S. Bank Stadium is the (laughs) number one place, like the number one football venue in the country. Really? You don't think so? It's pretty nice, Adam. Well, U.S. Bank, it's big. U.S. Bank Stadium is big. (laughs) Honestly, the one end looks pretty cool with the glass doors. The other end looks awful. It looks like a... Like a like a ship that's it's black it's very it's ominous it's I know I and inside it's big that's about the only cool aspect of it and the doors are cool but I mean as far as like venues even in this town Target Field's number one uh, I'd put um, 
Allianz Field, the soccer stadium, number two. I'd put Target Center, excuse me, I'd put the XL Energy, well, yeah, I'm going to say the XL Energy Center is number three. Mm. U.S. Bank, number four. Before uh, then Huntington Bank Stadium. Did you say Target Center's? Target Center's last. Okay, okay. I thought I misheard you. No. I thought you said it was one or two. No, 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 no. Target Target Field Field is number one. Target Field is number one. Yes. I would agree with that. Target Field is beautiful. Yes. And Allianz Mm -hmm. Field is beautiful. But no, Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you're talking about, now, granted, I've only been to, let's see, I guess I've only been to two NFL stadiums. Um, Lambeau Field. Oh, no, I've been to Soldier Field before they renovated. But So I've only been to Lambeau Field and U.S. Bank Stadium. Lambeau Field by leaps and bounds, if pardon the pun, is better is a better stadium than U.S. Bank Stadium. Just because it's – is it prettier? Is it more accessible? Is it what, – what makes it better? Because I, I don't know. Maybe I'm naive, but U.S. Bank – and also U.S. Bank Stadium from the outside is really cool. I understand from it's killing end. all the birds. From one it's end, it's cool. It's, it's cool from the downtown yeah. end. From the other end, from, from the east side. From the it's, bridge. It's hideous looking from the east side. It's, it looks like a big monstrous, like a like a, a ship that's going to kill everybody. That's what it looks yes, like. That's the whole point. It's a ship. Has been for sixty years. Yeah, it's killed our hopes for I don't know. fifty years, I'm sixty okay years. Boy, you know I am a big fan, and you just you're hating on it. You're yucking my yum with this number one status of U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, it's also shiny and new. I mean, it's pretty new. Yeah, but there's a lot of, I mean, like the Vegas Stadium looks pretty cool. And then, and they all kind of look the same inside now. Like you saw the, the Vegas where the Super Bowl will be this year? That Beautiful. looks looks very similar to U.S. There. Bank Stadium inside. Does it? It's a yes. little more accessible than parking in downtown Minneapolis for Correct. a Vegas game. Thank you. Yeah, it's the oh, second. Really? Uh, I found that. Yeah, Josh, you're the bandwagon. Hey, Josh, I've been to Vegas good. and I've seen the walking bridge. It's super accessible. You don't have to worry about driving. You can, you know, pound a few Captain Morgans on your way to the stadium and be ready to roll. Yeah, get the face painted. Oh, someone up. said CHS Field. Oh yeah, and I forgot about what? CHS oh, Field. Yeah. That's yes, another great. That one. is a nice. Field. Yes, we were there when it opened. I mean, this is years ago, but wow, that is a nice field. That is a fun place to go see a game. But yeah, hundred percent. And by the way, have you watched that Mike Vec uh, documentary yet? I have not. No, I've, I've been I meaning to get that. around to it. I'll put it on the list. Yeah. yeah. Heard nothing. I, I wonder things. what Ryan Murphy thinks of U.S. Bank Stadium. Did you tell him we were going to ask him about this? I do, but can we get? Is George still on the line? Oh, oh. We did. Yes, we did have a so. call to George. We we skipped ahead on you, George. But thanks for calling in from Brooklyn Park. I think you wanted to chime in on the uh, whip and bleepy oh. conversation. Is that correct? So sorry. Yes, sir. Hi, Jordana. Hi, Adam. Hello, Good morning. George. Get past all that. Get past all that stadium talk, and let's get to the real issue this morning here. <laughs> yes. I, I grew up in uh, the Crystal New Hope area in the northwest suburbs. Yep. I went to a Catholic school called St. Rayfields, and we called it bungieing. So you know, Bungie. all those other people around this area in Minnesota. You're all a little off. It's yeah. called bungying. Anyway, we would. Uh, I lived right by school, and we'd get on the back of the buses after school and go for blocks. Wow. And that was really? back when it actually snowed like it did last winter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, you know, obviously it was something we probably shouldn't have done, but we did a lot of things we shouldn't have done. Like I said, I grew up in the 60s and 70s, so, you know. But, yeah, Wait, George, that's where it was at. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Um, like you'd get on on a skateboard, you'd get on on a no, tube. No, you just drag right along on the uh, snowy ground. We had our big old uh, Sorel boots. Yep. And our choppers in our hands, 
And we'd grab the back of the bus, the bumper, and hold on and go down the block. And they'd stop and drop people off. And, you know, and then all of a sudden they'd kick it back up again and go down the block tomorrow. Just breathing in that bus exhaust, too, just sucking in that exhaust. Exactly. It's like smoking two packs of cigarettes on the drive home. No, but you'd have the the nice film of snow. You know, the plow can't get – you've always – when it gets cold enough, you've always got that layer of icy snow on the ground. Oh, yeah, you slide right along. No problem. March or April, but the middle of January was great. Bungie. Did the driver know that you were back there? No, 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 usually not. And then once in a while, there'd be, you know, kids that got their cars when they were 16, 17 years old. And, you know, big brothers that would teach you a lot of bad stuff. And yeah. they let us do it on the back of their cars. <laughs> so, and no one ever yeah, got hurt? Crazy and oh, did sure. you ever get once hurt? In a while, you oh, get yeah, you fall. Or something, yeah. Bum shoulders. You know, so, but, yeah, usually. Or, or keep sliding and go right into a snowbank yeah. or something like that. You know, Kind of a bonus. You know. Exactly. Thank yeah. you, George. Thanks for enlightening us. And uh, we'll look, I'll tell you what: when the snow falls, let's uh, make we could get make some videos. We could do uh, we could introduce Jordana to uh, bunging or hooky bobbing or whatever you want to call it. Uh, we will take a break. Uh, ju- we'll Thanks, find out George. maybe. Uh, we'll, let's see what Brian Murphy. He's not from around here. What he calls uh, those things we were talking about. Brian Murphy from Bring Me the News and Purple Insider. Vikings win a very dramatic, very entertaining game yesterday with Josh Dobbs. Uh, we'll get into that next on CCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Four. Time. Catch. Brandon Powell. Touchdown Vikings. And they have the lead. How about that, uh, Josh Dobbs? Before we get to that, Jordan, you want to? We bring in Brian Murphy to the conversation. Brian obviously joins us. Uh, Every week to uh, recap uh, the the weekend sporting events that we all pay attention to. He writes for Bring Me the News and Purple Insider. But we uh, were pressing, we had pressing issues this morning, Brian, in regards to uh, regional colloquialism, whatever the hell I'm trying to say. Uh, (laughs) Words. 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 Um, Jordan, you want to ask uh, Brian what he, uh, so what you described, what you sent me this weekend, what he thinks they're called? Well, I saw something that apparently in Minnesota, what I would call <clears throat> doing donuts in a parking lot with a car is called something else. And careful if you know the answer because do you know what you can't say we call that it? on the air. But do you know what in Minnesota they call that? No, I just assumed it was doing donuts. No. Thank you. Thank you. Because you're a regular person. Whipping. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Whipping uh, bleepies. bleepies. Yeah. And it's the S like, word. Um, like- yeah. yeah, poop. The poop uh, S-word. Okay, I get it. I, yeah. I'm not sure I've heard that. You here. haven't heard that? No. Years. Me neither. No. Then again, I'm not out just... in parking lots or, you know, empty right. fields destroying property. <laughs> Those You're days not? have long that's, passed. That's... Not, not lately. Well, <laughs> what about riding, like when you grab onto the bumper? You know, think uh, Michael J. Fox in uh, Back to the Future, when you grab onto the bumper of a car and you take a little ride? What do you call it? Uh, back in the snow days, bumper hitching is what we call that. Bumper hitching. Um, Legitimate. I, I never Legitimate. did it. I saw friends do it. Like, you know, middle school, you know, you get a nice big snowstorm and you kind of hide behind a tree. And then 
on the side street, a car comes by and you just run into the back and grab onto the back of a bumper. And boy, that looked all fun and games until I saw a kid, uh, break his ankle uh, because there was a raised manhole cover oh, gosh. Uh, that oh, nobody had seen. Oh. And, uh, yeah, so that, that, that ended any aspirations I had to be a bumper. Yeah. Yeah. What is that called here? I, well, I, I, I always knew that as hooky, hooky bobbing. No, not a thing. I, I know it's okay. insane. Yeah, I'm, that's a hard pass <laughs> right. on that one. All right, <laughs> All right uh, let's uh, move on here. Uh, yeah, I, I talked to a guy last night uh, having dinner, talking to a guy who, who we were talking about the Vikings. And uh, playoff success uh, notwithstanding, Super Bowls notwithstanding, it would be hard to argue that this year's Vikings and certainly last year's Vikings have not been some of the most entertaining football uh, to view, and such was the case yesterday as well. Another strange, crazy game that it, when it's all is said and done, you're like, man, that was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. It was a hot mess. Two teams Correct. that were a hot mess. Yes. Uh, you're down to your backup, backup quarterback, uh, Joshua Dobbs, who literally rolled into town on Tuesday, didn't know most of his teammates' names, didn't spend a moment in the huddle with any of them, because they were preparing Jaron Hall, the rookie, to play uh, kind of on a crash course all week. Uh, you know, in fact, I think right, right tackle Brian O'Neill said it best in the postgame yesterday. He's like, I met the guy Thursday. I, I, I got in the huddle with him Sunday, and here we are. I mean, that is, uh, you know, and we talked about this too, about how it's very difficult in the NFL to just grab a quarterback and plug and play right. uh, because of the systems. And, and you know, these are – this is a game plan that the Vikings have been installing and implementing and using since about April with Kev, with Kirk Cousins in charge. So to have somebody come from another organization, by the way, uh, the Vikings are Dobbs' seventh team yeah. um, in seven years, or at least seven different offensive systems, and to have him be thrust into, I mean, he must have felt like a police cadet in a hostage crisis. Uh, just <laughs> go out there and – do what you can and save the season if you can. And uh, boy, it was entertaining to watch. Now, that could just be a lightning in the bottle moment. Yeah. The Falcons are not a very good team. They're a good defense, but they're not a very good team. They're poorly coached. Um, but it does open up possibilities. Uh, the gloom and doom about Cousins and his, his season ending Achilles injury last week has now been kind of shelved. And now it's what are the possibilities of a Joshua Dobbs led Vikings team? This team is is soaring with confidence because they've won five out of their last six and four straight. They won in incredible fashion yesterday, as we we talked about, and everybody's been talking about here for uh, overnight the the, the the jobs the, the Dobbs phenomenon. But you know, it doesn't it, it uh, to me. It's like I'm going to appreciate this moment because this team is so uncertain. We have no idea what's going to happen next week, right. the week after. And that's why we keep tuning in. It's the best form of unscripted entertainment. Brian, I read a piece that might have been yours saying that Josh Dobbs is really, really smart. And that he he's a rocket scientist. Of, uh, Literally, true? yes. Okay. That he's really smart. So, like, he had all of the plays memorized, you know, before he even went on the field or even maybe before met some of the team. I mean, does that really... Uh, clearly, it made a difference for the Vikings yesterday. But how helpful is that to, to even studying, you know, before you get out there? Or did he just get lucky? 
Uh, I don't want to say lucky. I mean, because, I mean, he made some mistakes, especially early on. That could have been really devastating. Um, it, you know, look, yeah, the, yes, the rocket scientist, uh, you know, he was an aerospace engineer who interned at NASA, uh, 4.0 grade point average. I mean, yeah, bright, bright kid, obviously has some good study habits, obviously can, it can distill complex information fairly quickly. Um, that would give him an advantage. But, you know, he even said, look, I was tr- I, I was basically speaking French and being translated in Spanish. I had no idea what I was doing. And a lot of it was instinct. A lot of the running plays that you saw him, he just pulled the ball down and ran because he can't, which was kind of breathtaking to watch because after five years of watching Kirk Cousins, who look, through no fault of his own, he's a pure pocket passer. Drops back, reads, throws. Uh, He's thrown some beautiful passes over the years, put up a lot of yards, made some big plays at big times. He's absorbed a lot of huge hits. But what you don't see Kirk Cousins doing very often or never did was taking off from the pocket Mm -hmm. and running for a touchdown or running for 10 or 15 yards to pick up a first down when everything else fell apart around him. Um, You know, defenses are going to figure this out. You know, Dobbs, there's a reason Dobbs has bounced around from team to team to team. I mean, he hasn't been able to master everything uh, to the point where teams are are that comfortable saying he's our guy. I mean, the Cardinals did this year, but then they benched him before uh, trading him to Minnesota. So, you know, he's, it's going to be a week by week, opponent by opponent, series by series, score by score, evolution. I mean, this is a lab experiment. So enjoy what it can bring. It's going to be so unpredictable. There may be some explosions in your face. There may be some unbelievable discoveries. But what you're not going to know is, you know, sort of a level-headed consistency that that Cousins brought to the table. This is going to be – this is going to be ad-libbed for a long time, and I don't know. I'm I'm strapped in and, yeah. and eating my popcorn. <laughs> and <laughs> so, I mean, it's hard to, you know, obviously to rip up playbooks and say, oh, we'll start over based on this guy. But he does at least, and again, yeah, it's small sample size, but he does have a an aspect to his game that Kirk Cousins does not, that you just mentioned. And how much can an offense midseason switch on the fly and say, eh, there's something here where we could use? They're going to have to. I think that's what they're going to be doing all week. That's the irony of this is that they were preparing Jalen Ward, the rookie, to just survive his first NFL start, and he didn't. (laughs) I mean, unfortunately, he suffered a concussion in the first quarter. And, you know, there was no thought, I believe, that that Dobbs was ever going to take the field yesterday. So suddenly he does. They're trailing by the ungodly score of 11-3. to Or actually, it was three to three at the time. He takes a safety. It becomes five to three. Then they fall behind eleven to three. He fumbles deep in his own territory. It just sort of had the makings of a disaster uh, unfolding. But you know, I give the defense a lot of credit. You know, we're going to talk a lot of Dobbs, but boy, this defense yes. under Brian Flores has really rallied during this four-game winning streak. I mean, look at it this way: uh, Caleb Evans stripped a ball carrier after you know the. The Falcons took a 21-13 lead in the third quarter, and that could have been it. But, you know, he the next Atlanta series, there's a fumble. Josh Metellus somehow claws his way out of the pile with the ball. Next thing you know, Dobbs is running in from 18 yards. He converts the two-point conversion to Alexander Madison. It's tied. The next Falcons possession, Byron Murphy Jr. intercepts Taylor Heineke, who looked like he was asking for it all day. Joseph's field goal puts him up with a lead they wouldn't relinquish. I give the defense credit as much for winning this game as, as Dobbs's, um, you know, magic trips trick, 
tricks, and I do believe the defense is going to have to carry this team for the foreseeable future, and you can just hope that Dobbs can acclimate, make the plays he needs to, limit the mistakes, and just kind of guide them on offense more than uh, you know aggressively playing offense as they had been with Cousins. Uh, Cousins. Uh, could we switch gears a little bit to the Gophers? Gophers yeah. lost to Illinois. Uh, it was disappointing for PJ Fleck. We actually, I was actually, uh, you know, I'm not a not a huge football fan, but I we watched that game a little bit in my house because my son is a uh, Gopher fan. And then turned to the channel and they were winning, and I was like, oh, this is great. Go go Gophers. Turned the channel and then came back and they ended up losing. So how did that go so badly? Poor coaching decisions, lack of execution. You know, caught, getting caught with your pants down. It, it's kind of a, uh, a recurring theme under P.J. Fleck. Um, look, there's, uh, there's nobody that can dominate a microphone uh, as aggressively uh, yes. as P.J. Fleck. But there seems to be no one that coaches more scared than P.J. Fleck. Yeah. And his conservative play calling, look, we all saw what happened. You know, the Illini's backup quarterback, you know, converts a fourth and 11 uh, deep in his own territory. Uh, then he makes another couple of completions, and then finally the 46-yard touchdown pass with 50 seconds left. Um, I, that's a, those are egregious mistakes by the defense to to allow that to happen. The Gophers had an opportunity to end this game with the ball in their hands. I mean, they, they get an interception. They're at their own 39-yard line with four minutes left. They run the ball twice. That goes nowhere. Then an ugly third-down incompletion. Next thing you know, they're punting, having barely taken a, a minute off the clock. And the question is, why do the Gophers seem to, you know, tighten up at the worst possible moments and play not to lose as opposed to playing to win? I mean, if you don't trust your quarterback to complete a third down pass or, or a first down pass and just keep that clock draining, I don't know why, you know, you, you have him at quarterback. So I think, that, you know, Fleck has some answers has some questions to answer about his in-game management, and that seems to plague them against inferior opponents. And now instead of having their destiny in their own hands in the Big Ten West at 6-3, and three, they're now 5-4. and four. They're heading to Purdue, which was just rolled by Michigan. Yeah, and a vulnerable appoint, opponent, but, you know, a Band-Aid win, it looks like at this point. And look, I don't know where the Gophers are going as far as a bowl game or whether they will win the Big Ten West. All it's going to do is get them a, a date against Ohio State or Michigan anyway. Uh, but it just looks bad, especially at home. And this happens a lot at home as well. Yep. I mean, the winnable games that end up losses. And, boy, it sounds an awful lot like Glenn Mason that was back in the day as well. So I don't know what their, their future is with Fleck, but he needs, to, uh, he needs to, to put his money where his mouth is on the sidelines. Lastly here, uh, we're going to go ahead and treat Josh Dobbs as the savior of the Vikings, and uh, we'll, he'll be with the Vikings. Tremendous success. He's our Tom Brady now. For the, for the sake of this argument, in what other experiences have we seen a fill-in come in and just completely take over or become the guy? And I pose that question to you, sir. I mean, it was only six years ago Case Keenum came in That's out right. of nowhere and, and led the Vikings to the NFC Championship game. And, Correct. of course, the Minneapolis miracle to uh, Stephon Diggs. It's been done before. Uh, Wade Wilson, Randall Cunningham. These are all Vikings backup quarterbacks. Jeff George was kind of signed off the street. I mean, yeah. it's not impossible. It's rare, especially midseason uh, with a trade acquisition. But, you know, there's a reason you have a backup quarterback that has hopefully has some experience because this is such a violent game and, it you know, rosters are week to week in terms of uh, injury lists. It looks like now the, you know, the, 
they caught a t- tiger by the tail, it looks like. I don't know how they're going to be able to manage Dobbs going forward. Um, but if you look at how they were able to adjust to Case Keenum just five or six years ago, you know, it's not always about the guy under center. It's what the guy does under center mm-hmm. and how he manages games and manages big moments. Dobbs is going to be making a lot more mistakes. But he, if the coaching staff, and I think Kevin O'Connell should get a really big hat tip yesterday for not only preparing a rookie, but then preparing a guy who just came into the building a few days earlier and go down and get a, a tough road win. That's what it's going to have to be. It's going to be a week-by-week experiment, and uh, it should be fun and entertaining to watch. I don't know what success is going to look like, um, but it's certainly not going to be boring. You and Collar next hour? Yes, uh, about a half hour I'll be recording with him, and uh, that podcast will be out later today. Purple Insider. Read by Brian, uh, Purple Insider, and bring me the news. Thank you, sir. Have a great week. All right, sounds good, guys. Uh, what other examples, and it doesn't have to be football, it doesn't have to be sports, what other examples do we have of somebody stepping in, either a fill-in, and suddenly taking over? 651-461-9226. We've got some ideas. That's next on CCO. Your Lindis Construction Time Check 954. Time to invest in Infinity for Marvin Windows. Get free installation labor uh, right now. So anybody uh, come to mind thinking of somebody who stepped yes. in and filled in and suddenly became the guy? Or the woman? I got one. Okay. I got one. Um, I was a big, I am, excuse me, a big Van Halen fan. Uh, I was always a, I'm a David Lee Roth fan. I think he does a great job. But when uh, Dave, Diamond Dave, left the band and Sammy Hagar took over, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Sam Halen, I mean, Sammy made it better. I I love Sammy. What a talent. Dave's a talent too, but wow, Sammy, great job. And I'm still now, Sammy's on his own. I'm still a Sammy Hagar fan. I've been to Cabo Wabo, his bar. I'm a big fan. He's got the tequila line. Um, Yes. So you favor, wait a minute, the headline there. As as I prefer. You favor Sammy Hagar Van Halen to Dave Dave Lee Roth Van Halen? No, that's unacceptable. Some of the songs are great. I'm sorry, but I'm a huge Sammy fan, too. And I thought, and and look, he had a hard job taking over as front man, not taking over. I mean, the band is Eddie and Alex, but like he had a hard job taking over for Dave. Dave is a major personality. But boy, Sammy stepped in and did an amazing job. Yeah, and there's a different, there's a definite different sound to uh, Sammy Hagar Van Halen than there was to Dave Lee. See, I I like them both. uh, But but if if I have to pick, I'm sick. I'm I'm taking David Mm. Lee Roth. Oh, you're Diamond uh, Dave. Okay. Somebody, a couple of people texted Al, yeah, Alexander Haig. Remember when he took it? Was was that when, um, I believe, when President Reagan was shot? I think Alexander Haig was really? the chief of staff for Ronald Google Reagan, that, yeah. and he said, I'm in charge right now. I, I might be, yeah, he was secretary. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He was secretary of state uh, um, under Ronald Reagan. But he was, he said he was, he took charge i'd have to remember that correctly but Mm -hmm. but i get the point and then somebody else said uh tom brady we're playing drew bledslow bread bledsoe oh i'm having a good monday so far uh it's it's monday that's okay you're allowed well wait who's yours before we get to the text who's yours um i forgot who is it ringo star yeah, that's right. Thank Pete you. Reminded me. Ringo Starr took over for Pete Best, and the rest mm-hmm. is history, mm-hmm. as they say. Uh, quick takes. Mm-hmm. Bail me out here, uh, Josh. Nah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. What do we got coming up on quick takes? A very popular basketball event is in the Twin Cities this weekend and this week, uh, and stay tuned for that. Also, the DNR already checking in 
after a very busy weekend in the deer hunting opener. Right. Not for me, but everybody Looking else. Looking forward to that? <laughs> we'll be right back after the news. <laughs> Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 